Danielle. And Rebecca. From Building Successful Entrepreneurs Academy and Make ADHD Your Bitch Facebook group, podcast, and YouTube channel. We hope that you are having an amazing day. We're here to talk about micro shifts, habit stacking, slash habit cycling. Um, And I love calling it habit cycling. Another ADHD confidence coach actually gave me that habit cycling term. It's something I've done for years. Had a little bit of shame around, even still, even though I talk about it all the time to my clients until Caitlin Signorelli was just like, that's just how our brain works. I'm like, oh, you're right. Thank you for the permission. So sometimes even somebody that's been doing this a long time still need, has to have a way to explain how our brain works. So what are micro shifts and habit stacking slash cycling? All right. So this is a conversation we have a lot when it comes to sabotage. That's initially where this conversation started and where we've morphed it. So, but it's applicable to intention setting. We just did a podcast recording for New Year's intentions slash resolutions. And we talk about this with everybody basically now. So micro shifts are the, the, that's like the magic sauce when it comes to changing or shifting your behaviors, whatever, how you're showing up. like anything really when it comes to how you show up as a person and who you're being. So generally what we see is when people say they want to experience something different in their world, they go all in. It's like balls to the wall. There's this all or nothing mentality and they try to change everything at one time. And things don't work (laughs) when we try to change too many things at once, because well, for a lot of reasons, but the one I'm going to specifically talk about today, like two of them. Um, The first one is your brain's going to freak out and be like, what are you doing? And create your sabotage loop for you. It's going to be like, Hey, you need to, you know, mess this up over here, forget to show up over here so that you don't get too far out of your normal zone. So I'm going to talk about that. And also life, especially our businesses are experiments. And if we change too many variables at one time, we don't know what actually worked and what didn't work. And there is no shame around something when it doesn't work. It's just an experiment. You don't know how to get to your end result until you've tried some different things. And that's where micro shifts comes in in that regard is those variables are your micro shifts and how you apply and implement those different things you're changing are part of the micro shifts. Is there anything you want to add to that part, Danielle? No, that is absolutely 100% learning this was such a big deal for me. Mm -hmm. Same huge deal. My clients are always like, ah, like mind blown. (laughs) Um, Okay. So let's go back now to changing too many things at once tells your brain it's time to freak out. So we all, I'm sure we've all heard um, fight, flight, or freeze response. Um, So when we, uh, when we are trying to change too many things in an unrealistic timeframe and we stretch too far out of our comfort zone, your comfort zone, I'm just going to insert side note here. Comfort zone is anything that is your current reality slash baseline. Even if you're unhappy, even if you're feeling miserable, sad, whatever. Like if this is where you have been operating from for the last several months to years, this is your comfort zone slash baseline, right? So if you try to change too many things at once, you are going to stretch or like leap out of your comfort zone and your brain's going to be like, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you doing? You need to slow it down. I don't know what's over here in this unknown territory. Like I've never been here before. I don't know. There's too many things changing at once. We need to 
do whatever we can to get you back into your comfort zone. Again, even if you're not actually comfortable there, but you're probably comfortable saying you're uncomfortable there and not actually doing something about it in a realistic way. So your brain's going to be like, hey, you need to stop showing up like this. You need to start doing more of this thing. For example, like health stuff, because we're going into the New Year's as the things coming to mind. So if you say you want to feel better, eat healthier, lose weight, whatever, you do good for a few weeks, but you're changing so many things, you're going to start stress eating, emotional eating slash binge eating, or you're going to be not wanting to show up at the gym or do your workouts, even though you've been showing up great for a few weeks, you're going to start eating all of the crap that makes you feel like crap. And you're probably going to start being bitchy and irritable towards other people. None of that is conducive to you actually getting to where you want to be. So you end up reverting back to your old comfort zone. Does that make sense, Danielle? Absolutely. Perfect. So what do you do so that you don't like, I like to think of it like a rubber band. If you pull the rubber band too much and you let go of it, it's going to snap back. It's essentially the same thing with when you're changing too many things at once. So if you do micro shifts and you choose one thing to focus on for two, three, four weeks, you get good at it and you make it your normal, then your comfort zone is starting to shift. And what once felt good to you in your old comfort zone, now that you're implementing this new thing consistently, it doesn't feel so good anymore. And you're like, wow, I can't believe I actually used to be like that. You're still going to have those things that make you revert back to your original comfort zone. But you now know what it feels like for you to show up for yourself. You know what it feels like to show up consistently for yourself because you took baby steps repeatedly. And now this is your new comfort zone. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Okay. So what does that have to do with habit stacking and habit cycling? Well, us ADHD people like to get bored. <laughs> we get bored rather quickly. So what was working last week or for the last couple of weeks, maybe isn't what's floating your boat this week. And that is okay. That is okay. You do not have to be this rigid person that only does this. There's only one way to do things like no, there are so many other ways to achieve your goals and you get to give yourself permission to try out different modalities or switch up the variables. This comes back to the experiment piece. If you know that A, B, and C are going to get you the same results, you get to shift through them. So for example, I'm going to use business related stuff here now. I like several different programs to keep all of my stuff organized. It drives Daniel crazy when she when we first set all this up. But I like using Google Calendar. I like using Asana. I like using my written planner. I like using Monday. I like using a lot of different things. And I switch between how I use them. I, some days I use all of them. Some days I know what I need is over here in this one resource. Now, I'm going to tell you every single one of those resources and programs has the exact same stuff in it. It's just depending on what my mood is and how I'm feeling. There's a lot of factors that go into that. And it is okay to bounce around between them as long as I am keeping myself organized. So, Danielle, what is your take on habit stacking and habit cycling? So for me, habit stacking is make those micro shifts and taking one micro shift and then stacking it with a previous habit that I already have and just adding it in. They're pretty similar, but they're not quite the same to expand the one habit. And I just keep stacking those on together, getting up early in the morning. I might get up five minutes early and then I'll add another five minutes. 
And then I'll add a stretching routine, which is a habit to make it easier to get up. And I will just keep creating those habits. Now for me, habit cycling, a lot like Rebecca's programs, I have 20 planners at any given time. This week, I wanted to use the purple one. Next week, I might want to use the Disney one. The following week, I might want to print off some random thing and use some random thing that I found online that I want to use. I could be using a bullet journal. I might be using a combination of three things in one day. But I love being able to cycle to what my brain needs to get what it needs out of my day. Because it makes me much more likely to be productive when I do that. Mm -hmm. I forgot to talk about the actual habit stacking component for me. Um, I want to go back to that really quickly. So one of the quotes, you guys, if, if you've been following us for a while, you've heard me say this before. But one of the quotes I love is small hinges swing big doors. Like little door hinges, you know, like they swing a big ass door, right? It's just, there's three little ones up on most doors. And what, what the hell do I mean by that? So when you are stacking your habits, like all of these little micro shifts that are stacking on to one another, they are compounding. And eventually those micro actions that you took over and over again are going to swing this door and the door is your ultimate goal that you want to experience. Like what that intention is that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year, uh, whatever your big milestone is, like it requires you to stack multiple layers of these habits in order to achieve that. And when you try to just achieve everything at once and do all of these things at once, you don't like, it's not going to happen. That's where implosion happens. So habit stacking is just like compounding. You do it over and over again. And every single day you get better at it, you get faster at it and you get better results from it. Absolutely. If you have questions about how to habit stack, how to create micro shifts, how to do habit cycling, come on over to make ADHD your bitch. We have so many videos on this. Rebecca has a ton. I have a, a bunch. There is so much training that we've done on this. And obviously we've done a really big and a really deep dive training in BSEA for this as well. If you have questions, as always, let us know. We want to know what you found amazing. What was your aha moment or what do you wish you knew more about that we just talked about? Have a great day, everybody.